playing the Radical Latino Show. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands in the air for New York's very own. Latino is taking you to another level. Welcome back to another episode of the Radical Latino Show. It's your host, the Radical Latino, aka number 25 on all Latin podcasts, aka Mr. Unsuable for the 17th week running. What is going on? How are y'all doing? I think I gotta change that number 25 on all Latin podcasts when this new year comes in. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, uh, so a couple of a couple of updates uh, to to start this whole thing off. Um, I want to give a huge, huge, huge shout out to Fighter Complex. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my man hit the world record. Well, in my point of view, <laughs> the world record of the people that we uh interact with in this little uh, youtube uh, streets of ours as the longest running live stream he did a 24 hour run live stream my man went to sleep woke up bunch of craziness happened pe- pe- racist people came in got out different conversations happened there was beefs there was other beefs and all that other craziness you know what i mean so i want to give a shout out to fighter complex now this is the thing at a certain part of the stream at a certain part of the stream there was a fighter complex was in the building comic shout out to comic bro shout out to you comic was there um uh uh, shayna was there (laughs) la princess was in the chat viva was in the chat and I forgot somebody, I think Marcel and Blood Moon, I believe, was in the chat. And I was at the gym and I decided to reveal myself. A little sneak peek. I did it twice. I did it twice. Um, I, I did it real quick too, like a little sneaky little bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I did it twice, you know, and I revealed myself. I said, boop, boop, you know what I mean? little taste here and there you know what i'm saying so if you guys want to go um if you guys want to go see that this is the thing i don't know where to find it i don't know where to find that live stream because if you go to fighter complex's channel it's not there but if you go to the search it comes up but is unviewable for some reason i have no idea why I have no idea why. So if anybody wasn't screen recording that, then oh well. If nobody took a screenshot, then oh well. You know what I mean? That little part was lost in time. That little thing was lost in the ether. In the atmosphere. That whole thing was lost in time. You know what I'm saying? So I guess my... uh, my my appearance just uh stays a mystery (laughs) oh my god 
um the way things work right the way things work also 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 um today i uh i uh i actually not today uh, this whole week i've been you know neglecting putting out videos or whatever i've been going to different live streams and voicing my opinions and stuff um i went to paola's channel today i even popped up on antonio batista's live stream apparently i found out that i wasn't the only one that did so but whatever i popped up in antonio batista's live stream um i'll see if i could like make a i don't know go live or something like that real quick or or voice my opinion or something you know what i mean i'll see if i can do that but um i went there real quick and just asked him a couple of questions and then i left you know what i'm saying because i i wanted to know a couple of things that's it you know what i'm saying that right there is it um again this is gonna be a filler episode just a filler episode uh this is not gonna be you know something that i want to be discussing i'm these two filler episodes are gonna be interviews that you guys might have heard or you guys might have not heard and these are interviews of people interviewing me interviewing me and telling asking and asking me questions and stuff and maybe you guys get a better insight on uh, who i am you know what i'm saying so um this first interview is from melanated night shout out to melanated night shout out to your fiance also denise shout out to both of y'all y'all sound like a really cute couple a really good couple uh a res uh a couple a couple that's responsibly building together that's what i like to see um perfect example of black and latin unity <laughs> you know um i spoke to her for the first time on the live stream um uh, which was a wonderful thing uh and i, I didn't even think that was going to happen but okay cool but shout out shout out to denise and shout out to melanated night shout out to melanated night for interviewing me i'm putting melanated night youtube channel at the bottom um if melanated night is listening brother you have to you have to you have to you have to put out more content man please put out more content trust me uh i think was it i'm the first uh interview that he did you know to start his podcast and i think that's it he stopped um you gotta you gotta keep on going bro you gotta keep on going but um anyway without further ado you know i'll be long-winded as hell you know what i'm saying i'll be long-winded as fuck um without further ado i want to let you you know guys hear uh melanated night i hope you guys enjoy peace this you do all right everybody uh this is melanated night um if you're watching it on youtube the channel is going to be melanated night on anchor it's going to be melon uh nightly thoughts with a k so k-n-i-g-h-t-l-y thoughts I don't know why I did that. I just wanted to separate the two, but uh, I'm here with Radical Latino. And, uh, What's going on, man? Thank you for having me. Um, I really appreciate it. Shout out to Melanated Night and shout out to everybody in Anchor and on YouTube. No, shout out to y'all. Hey, thank you. No, thank you, Radical, because shoot, you the first one and you told me, you know, when I wanted to get this started, you said do it regardless. If you have nobody, because people will come, and I just appreciate that, because it really took a lot to get me up off the couch and get me on the mic. 
Yeah, yeah. So, sometimes it just it just takes a spark. You know what I'm saying? Um, it doesn't matter what it is. Uh, as long as you doing it, something constructive, you know what I mean? As long as it's going to help you out and not only uplift you, but up, uplift the people around you in your community. All right. So, uh, so for the audience to get to know you, I'm going to ask you a few, you know, fault starter questions, but, uh, where are you from? Let's get, I'm from Bronx, New York. Stand up. <laughs> you're um bx all day bx or b next no let me stop um i'm from i'm from new york city you know uh, born and raised in the bronx you know bronx lebanon you know the worst hospital ever but whatever we will still make it um yeah i'm 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 basically from there and um i grew up in um east tremont and grand concourse if anybody knows what east tremont grand concourse is that's basically where i grew up my whole life oh wow oh shoot so next question, I'm gonna go through these starters kind of quick. Go ahead. But, uh, how'd you come up with your name? Um, a bunch of white supremacists uh, gave it to me. To be completely honest, um, <laughs> I would. So before I started the podcast, I would be on Facebook, right? And this is when Donald Trump was getting up to his presidency. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, actually, to be honest with you, this was a year before Donald Trump became. The president started, you know, campaigning and stuff. So I was on on um, on Facebook, you know, kind of going heavy because I was already educated on white supremacy. I was already educated on the whole system of it. And even though I'm still learning, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to mm-hmm. say that I know everything. I'm still learning. But I was on, you know, Facebook and and saying, yo, this is fucked up. What happened to, you know, to uh, Tamir Rice? Yo, this is fucked up. What happened to Eric Garner? Yo, this is injustice. You know, all this other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And my Facebook wasn't private. It was actually like open to the public and hundreds of white people would come and go like, how dare you say that? You know, and <laughs> I will go into have a I will go and back and have a back and forth with them. It didn't it didn't help their cause because I was hitting them with facts and they were kind of hitting me with feelings. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I would just ask them, you know, straight up questions like that. Let's say for the whole Colin Kaepernick thing, you know, um, he he was kneeling. We all know why he was kneeling, but they have to derail the conversation and say he was kneeling for something else. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so because of that, I I would honestly I would just say, oh, so if that's the case, you know, that he's disrespecting the flag, is uh is that pe- those people from Waco. When they took up siege against the ATF and the FBI, were they also disrespecting the flag when they were shooting back at police? The, um, the in the uh, in the Bundy Ranch when they took up arms against the federal government three times, were they also disrespecting the flag? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they wouldn't. They weren't able to come at me with with you know no like well you know what I'm saying because a lot of people get kind of get shut down. When people's when white folks, especially white folks, you know what I mean? Like everything coming out out of, out of white lips is kind of like granted as a oh, you know, yeah. he's right. You know what I'm saying? So it's the truth. Be, yeah, basically. So be so from from that, you know, people get shut down quickly when they like, oh, what about black and black crime? And then people be like, Oh shit. Oh goddamn, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. you gotta learn how to combat that. So I would say stuff like that. I would go on Facebook jail for like weeks on end. 
I wouldn't be able to pose. You know what I'm saying? So with that, so when I was actually uh, going at this uh, this white lady from, uh, I think she was from, she was from Utah. I still remember this white lady. Shout out to you, racist ass little bitch. But <laughs> she's from Utah, right? And we were talking about. I made a post and I said that the only reason why George Zimmerman got a innocent verdict and he got acquitted was um was because of white supremacy. This is basically white folk. This is white people's OJ. That's all I said. This is white people's OJ. Oh wow! <laughs> and be- when I said that, I had a- literally a hundred something comments. How dare you? OJ did it. He was defending himself. You know what I mean? So we were going to a back and forth. And that white lady basically, because after like a good hour and a half, she was like, you're too radicalized. You're like a radical Latino. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of like, wait a minute. What? That's kind of a good, that, that was kind of, that, that was kind of a good like name. So I kind of grabbed it and I just kept it in the back burner. You know what I'm saying? I just kept it yeah. behind until I was like, yo, I should use this name. You know what I'm saying? So that's how it came about. Uh, dang. Oh, shit, Radical. You just answered like five questions. Yeah, <laughs> five yeah. Questions. <laughs> hey, that's yeah. good. Because I was like, shoot, I'm going to ask him the other two. And I'm like, he kind of wrapped those up. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all right. It's all right. You go ahead. But I'm going to uh, hop into the other questions. And for those listening, and even you, if y'all hear people talking Spanish in the background, that's my sister-in-law and my wife. <laughs> que lo que? So y'all, <laughs> y'all hear them, like, you know, the volume get loud, that's them. But uh, I want to talk about, like, I'm going to hit on the uh, Latino, Hispanic. I don't know, you know, because sometimes my wife doesn't know she's, rather prefer hispanic than latino so i'm not sure on mm. what to you know go by okay. okay so i just put both but i wanted to talk about like some things that's been happening because ever since i've gotten with her i've had to expand my world view um, than just black folks because i'll tell you before i have my awakening at 19 so mm. like till okay. 19 i was always like well you know, why does everything have to be about racism? And, you know, black people are not, we're always complaining. And my mom used to look at me like, what's this Uh-oh. nigga doing? Like, oh, you kind of soft shoeing. You kind of soft shoeing, bro. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. She was like, what's going Uh-oh. on? Uh oh. <laughs> but then, too, it's because, like, towards elementary, towards the last year of elementary, I moved to a white school. And then uh-huh. from there out, I went to white schools all the way up till high school. Uh-huh. And it is not until like the year after, like I said, 19, that I met my uh, spiritual teacher, uh, Brother Quadra. Shout out to Brother Quadra. Uh, okay. Uh, and I started really learning. But it got to a point at some point where I started like telling people, yeah, you black, you black. You know, when you first had that awakening, everything yeah. was like, yeah, yeah, what's up, brother? You yeah, know, yeah, wearing, blessings to the earth. Wearing, wearing dashikis, you know, <laughs> walking around with onks, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, with a I, with a with a huge with a huge omek, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I know, I know, I know. Dude, and I had all that, but uh at some point I got kind of you know thrown off because everybody you would tell people you're black, and they'd be like, I'm not black, I'm 
da 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 da. Even my own, even our own people would be like, "Well, I'm not black. I'm Indian, Native yeah, American." Yeah, but something we have to understand that Native Americans were considered black. Um, during you know to the to the Europeans, you know they would do that shit interchangeably. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Native Americans were being called black, and blacks were being called Native Americans. You know they would just interchangeably do that. Um, if you watch the movie The Revenant. They they had a line, they had a line that they will call this is actually true. They will call the Native Americans tree niggers. You know, mm. there's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. You know, you just don't put the N-word onto a group of people unless you see them a certain type of way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, I know. Yeah. All right. So that leads into my first one. I just wanted to get that one out the way. Mm-hmm. But do you feel like because some people separate them do you feel like there's racism and discrimination in the latino hispanic community 100 yes i'm sorry i'm sorry go ahead oh, I'm sorry. No, go, ahead, then, go ahead and if so where do you think that comes from 100 um there's obviously racism and discrimination between the latin inside the latin community the thing is that we don't do it up in your face you know what i mean a lot of latin people still work by and 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 it's structured by the colorism, you know, aspect of things. You know, if you're a dark Latin person like Amara La Negra, you're gonna have less opportunities, and you kind of you're still gonna be accepted, but you're not gonna be accepted that much. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like inside yeah. the Latin community, you're not gonna get that many opportunities. Outside the Latin community. White folks are going to kind of like see you as exotic and you're going to get a little bit more opportunities, but still not as much as you would inside the Latin community. So Latin people do go by that whole racism thing, but it's by color. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't say, well, you don't share the same culture as me because they're all Latin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they'll go by the whole color thing. And the reason for that is, is because when you're a captive people, when you're a people that has been beaten into submission and when you're a people that has been you know decimated by the system of white supremacy these are the after effects that will happen to that sort of people we are just products of the mental rapening of white supremacy that's all it is and latin people are not just that product you know there's other people like africans are also part of that product as well any any group that's been subjugated, you know what I'm saying? We're just pro, uh, mm-hmm. just, just a product of that mental rapening. Oh wow! So, how do you feel about the representation of the communities when it comes to those type of issues? Like, how how do you feel like? Um, I feel that a lot. So, what you will get, you'll get a, a few answers. When it comes to that type of community or my the Latin community, you'll get a couple of answers. You'll be, hey, so what's up with the with the racism in the Latin community? Ah, ah, it exists, but you know, you'll get you'll get those type of answers, like ah, you know, and they'll they'll be truthful, but they won't be truthful one hundred percent. You know what I mean? You'll yeah. get the other side, like me, that'll be like, yes, there is because of this and this and that, you know. And I'll just start <laughs> rambling on on why, you know. You have to really look at, you know, if we're talking about allies, let's look at their um their track record. 
Let's look at what they're saying because not it's not based on what they're saying sounds good. Oh, no, 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 no. Let's see what they have done. You know what I'm saying? On top of what they have done, what did they say within those contexts of what their actions is leading up to? You know what I'm saying? So yeah. when it when it comes to when you talk about racism, it's very easy to um, pick out who's your allies. You know, if you're going to have the person that's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm up for you. I'll fight with you. What about racism in the Latin community? Ah, well, you know, that's when you'll be like, all right, get the fuck out of here, you know? But if you have somebody like, yes, there is because of this and this and this and this and this, and we got, you know what I'm saying? There's, you see the, the, the starch difference, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's, it's very, it's very difficult. I found that it's very difficult for a certain group of people to kind of judge themselves. And I know that, but when you're living by a code of conduct, when you're living by a certain rules or certain step of code, then because I made a whole, you know, a whole episode on how Latin people should stay on code. You know, mm -hmm. when you live by a certain um, code of conduct, it's going to be very easy for you to say, OK, it's going to hurt me. But guess what? I have to criticize my own people. You know what I'm saying? I got to pull your coat a little bit. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's it, that that's that that comes with with, with the territory and you you, you know it, it's kind of difficult it's it's difficult but it has to be done sometimes you know what i'm saying yeah yeah i i, I feel you because when i i used to ask that a lot and i ain't gonna say no names because i don't you know it is you know what we're saying doesn't have to do with beasts or anything it's just like when you talk to people and they can't really give you a straight answer like does it exist yeah, like you said, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm like, I don't know what book we reading. I don't know what information we looking at where you're not comfortable, where you can just say, yeah, it is. You know, you know what it is, is that, like I said, it's very hard to judge your own people. And it's very easy to judge people outside of your group. You know, very easy. We've seen we've seen black folks get judged by literally everybody under the sun. Mm -hmm. You know, black people are the social, um, the, the social stepchild that gets picked on and kicked on and, and kicked by everybody up in the household, even the parents that we have yeah. to, we have to keep it real. You know what I mean? We have to keep it real. Black folks has been, um, socially, economically and mentally and spiritually abused, you know? So it's very easy to just look at black folks and say, all right, I'm going to pick on this person. You know, but when you go to your own group, hey, but y'all do the same thing too. Ah! You know what yeah. I mean? That's when that whole, the whole, well, maybe, I don't know. Let's talk about it. Let's see different angles. For some reason, they become social scientists and go like, well, let's look at it at a different way. You know what I mean? Yeah, black so, on black. Yeah, exa <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So... When when it comes to certain like those type of those type of things, that's when you get to really see who's a who's an ally and who's not. You know what I'm saying? Because then they'll yeah. say they'll then they'll say, well, because they'll end everything saying, yeah, there is, but I don't know this and this. But guess what? We all shouldn't be looking at racism. Is there racism in everything? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's when they'll hit you with that bullshit, and it's very easy to combat that. Because you could you could say, well, if I'm not looking for racism, there shouldn't be no racism to be found. 
because racism is something that's man-made and it's in unnatural that shouldn't even be in the universe. So the fact that I do find racism and something that's not supposed to be there is the issue. Exactly. Yeah, because um shoot, it's <laughs> I don't know. I'm looking at like Rican. I was looking at I watched your thing with Regan Delphia like three times. How you like it? How you like it? How you liked it? It was it was entertaining because like it made me laugh. Everything that came out of his mouth made me laugh. And like I got his voice down to a T. Well, you oh, yeah. know what I'm <laughs> you know, People coming to my country doing dumb shit. I'm like, okay, but it's like, you're asking them simple questions and I'm like, dude, you should be able to answer that. Yeah. And like, you want to know how I learned how to debate. Mm -hmm. I learned how to debate by watching um, some YouTube clips. Um, When I was in high school, I were not in I wasn't in debate teams, but I were a part of the debate teams. You know what I'm saying? Struck yeah. I was structured arguments and being with a lot of you know black and Latin ex-girlfriends, they were, you know, when they would argue, you know what I'm saying? Let's be honest. <laughs> Let's be honest. They they start structuring fucking they'll start structuring conversations and arguments that you're like, where the hell you got that from? You know what mm, I mean? So I you know. gotta you gotta be quick on your toes. And also, like I said, on Facebook, arguing, you know, debating with white folks, because let's be honest, white folks are a different breed when it comes to us debating. You know, when it comes to us debating, we'll stay on topic for a little bit, like one or two minutes, and then start talking about the Metroneger and space and the Odyssey and all this other shit in the moon and the stars. And at the end of it, They'll be like, so how can you determine what the Bible says 37 different <laughs> ways? And you're like, yo, what the fuck are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? So yeah, when, it, when it comes to white folks, they know it, they stay on topic. And on top of that, they'll start reading off laws that you never even heard about. You know what I'm saying? They'll start mm-hmm. sprinkling some truth with a bunch of bullshit. So you got to learn how to dip and dodge. You know what I'm saying? You got to learn how to bob and weave. And and go through all that bullshit to actually find the kernel of what they're really talking about, and you dismantle them with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I I definitely need to work on my debate skills because as I get older, I think when you talk about the same subject over and over again, and it's constantly being dismissed. Yeah. After a while, like your frustration level go up. You like I don't even want to talk uh, anymore. Yeah, yeah, yes. The 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 main thing that I learned. So I got two mentors, to be completely honest. I got two mentors. I I blame them for getting, <laughs> getting me to this point. I blame them. So if anybody wants to go back in time, oh, we're going to kill Radical Latin when he was a baby. No, kill them two. <laughs> them two motherfuckers. Those are the ones that got me in the way that I am. But um, when, when it comes to debating, you just got to learn not to get emotional. You know, don't get emotional whatsoever. When you hear a person curse at you, you automatically win. You automatically win. It's okay. Just run around the ring, go up against the ropes, and let the clock run out. You know what I'm saying? Because you're going to win. You know what I'm saying? Once they start cursing, that's it. That's all. 
All you gotta do is bob, dodge and weave, dodge and weave. You ain't, you shouldn't be talking about that because you, you're a bitch ass motherfucker. All right, dodge and weave, dodge and weave. You shouldn't be talking about that because you're now 100% black. You white, dodge and weave, just dodge and weave. You shouldn't be talking about, you know what I'm saying? So all that's yeah. all you gotta do. That'll be like, uh huh, uh huh. Are you done? Are you done? Oh, okay, cool. But you know what I'm saying? Just, just dodge and weave. That's all you gotta do. All right. So shoot, that was a lot. <laughs> but uh one thing i've been finding interesting is like i don't know if it's been going on since you came on here or since i found found you because i found you like a couple of months ago okay because I, I got tired of listening to uh <laughs> latin, latin coons <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, I, a, it's a lot of latin coons out there there's a lot yeah. of latin coons out there because i accidentally listened to an antonio Antonio Batista video, yeah. First, because I didn't, you know, the title was kind of ambiguous. I didn't know what it meant, and when I heard him, I'm like, "Who is this nigga?" Because yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. "That sounds so like, oh, I wanted to hit my screen, like, yeah, 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 I don't know yeah." What yeah. talking about, but uh, let me get back to the what I was gonna ask. But like, when it comes to like with you and certain people, I've noticed that like. You'll get like Dominicans from the actual, you know, island start talking about like you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know. Uh, he doesn't know what he's saying. He doesn't belong here. Do, do you feel like, like, uh, you have the right to represent how you know they're looked at? Well, I don't know if I'm saying that no, right. No, no, no. I, 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 I get what you're saying. Um. I mainly talk about the Latin Americans here in the country. Mm-hmm. I don't talk about um, Latin people from our homeland or from you know the Latin diaspora. I'm gonna just use that word now, <laughs> Latin diaspora. <laughs> I don't talk about them because they're going through a different situation. They go, they have their own fight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There still is to this day a confusion of white supremacy out there to the point where they view themselves more interconnected with Spaniards than they do with other black folks or darker people that are associated with them, like the the Indians and, you know, the natives and stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's a whole other, that's a whole other animal that I don't even want to get into, and I don't think I should get into, you know? Yeah. I, I think that I'll be a bad representation for that. There are a lot of Latin people in those areas, like in Cuba, Dominican Republic, uh, Ecuador, because, you know, I'm half Ecuadorian, yeah. um, South America, Brazil, where they do see it, but they don't know how to differentiate it. They do see that there's an issue in there, they do see that there is a problem with white supremacy, but they don't know how to define it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mainly talk about the Latin Americans here. And most Latin Americans here come from broken people. And the reason why I say broken people, because the majority of Latin Americans here are either first or second generation. You know, it's kind of mm-hmm. rare to find third, fourth, fifth generations with old school mentalities like them parents had back in the day, you know? Yeah. So so when you have 
first or second generations with broken mentalities, meaning with that mentality of white supremacy still stuck in there talking about black folks are this, no, black folks are that, you know, because the negative stigma of black people, I'm sorry, excuse me, <coughs> sorry, I got that corona. No, let me stop. <laughs> let me stop. Um, no, that negative stigma of black people are not only designated in America, it's designated world. So worldwide, black folks are viewed as I'm gonna keep it real. And this is not I'm trying, I'm just letting you know black people are viewed worldwide as the people who start fights, who kill the most, who rape the most, mm -hmm. and all which isn't true whatsoever. It's not true, but they're viewed due to the media of white supremacy. You know what I'm saying? So when these people from these um countries come to the United States. They already see that negative stigma, you know, portrayed in their country. And now they're seeing that negative stigma portrayed through through what the media is still portraying out, you know, in the world. And the, and the worst part is that it, these people, when they come to this country, they don't go into white neighborhoods at all. What neighborhoods do most, for, uh, most Latin immigrants go to? They go into black neighborhoods. Yep. You know, let's keep it real. They go into black neighborhoods because this is systematic, you know, systematic where black and Latin people are automatically put into those neighborhoods. Why? Because white supremacy still sees us the same. They see us as one big Negro. You know what I'm saying? We got to keep it real. So when you when you are a broken person and you go into those neighborhoods and let's be honest, because of white supremacy, those neighborhoods are dilapidated, they kind of messed up. That's an impoverished neighborhood. Not because of black folks, because of white supremacy. You know, but the, when a broken person sees that, they automatically assume and say and associate that with, oh, this is some black shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which, isn't, which isn't true and which isn't the case. But that's the thing that we have to break away from that. And that's what I do. I try to get our Latin people to break away from that European mentality. I try to get my Latin people to break away from that broken mentality that we were taught from people who were broken. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's what my main message is. Always has been, always will be. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. that's who I talk uh, talk with the Latin Americans here. And the and the good thing is I've, I'm I'm finding a lot more Latin Americans who actually think like me. You know, who actually view the same thing as me, who um who don't who aren't on that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I interviewed the no filter podcast, and at yeah. the end I asked them, yo, so you guys got negative um images and stigma of uh of black folks. They even said it themselves, our parents did, but we don't. You know what I'm saying? So that yeah. right there proves what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, because I'm like because I was starting to see like some of them from uh the actual country start start coming at you sometimes. And I'm like, well, he's already made it clear that he's talking to the ones here. But I mean, like, if you feel some type of way, there's obviously something going on there, or obviously something he's saying that's hitting the nerve. Yeah, but we gotta remember, um, you gotta remember something. Whenever if I'm over here, right, mm -hmm. acting like a coon. And acting like a buffoon and talking out my ass on some bullshit, 
or even talking about things that it's unnecessary that isn't constructive to our community. Like, hey, you guys know that UFOs are real? The real issue with coronavirus is actually 5G. You know, if I start talking some bullshit like that, none of these people will have a problem. Actually, some of these people will encourage me or even pay me to keep on saying that bullshit. But the, but the fact that I'm out here actually calling it out, and not only I'm calling it out, but I'm pointing at the real issue, which is white supremacy. I'm not saying it's racism. I'm not saying it's being prejudiced. I'm not saying it's segregated. No, I'm not saying none of that. I'm saying white supremacy because that word right there, it's an automatically accuser. You know, that word's an mm-hmm. accusatory. And I automatically put a label to the real issue. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you can't really wiggle your way around that. Oh, well, it's the globalists. Yeah, that's another word for white supremacy. Uh, um, um, No, well, actually, it's the Illuminati. Yeah, that's another word for white supremacy. Uh, um, no, uh, uh, actually, it's the elite. You know what I'm saying? They'll start saying yeah. a little code word, elite, the Western powers. You got to really, really pay attention to shit like that. It's Western powers. What is Western power? Well, um, is that one percent? What is the one percent? Uh, um, it's the it's those rich white guys. Ah, white supremacy. So we really go back to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why they get mad because they either one know that I'm saying the truth and they don't like it, or two, I'm upheling the veil that they've been confused this whole time, and they're mad about it. Because I'm giving them that pill to get away from the Matrix, my brother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's what it is. But it's like, I don't know. It, that's crazy, man. But um, you talk about you're for black, you know, empowerment, Latin unity. I, myself, yeah, as people know, I'm married to a Puerto Rican woman or engaged. I go back and forth. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. People are gonna people are gonna be like, stop fucking our women, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because Panda was like representer, representer. I was like, oh man, I'm not <laughs> I was like, and she's from uh straight from the island. Oh from Puerto so, Rico? Shout out yeah. to shout out shout out to your Puerto Rican queen. Shout out to yeah. her. Yeah we met at a gas station. How, how what a coincidence because we both worked there. Yeah, but, <laughs> uh, shout out to shout out to your Puerto Rican queen. All right, shout out to you. Oh, and my boss was uh from Ecuador, so I guess that's oh that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> so I was like, damn, I met everybody for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um as you know, we got together, we talked, and um either next year, hopefully, or the year after, or a few months, even after next year. Uh, I'm moving to Puerto Rico with her. So it's like that had me thinking about um, the Latin unity and the uh, yeah. know, uh, strengthening or, the African-American that's, community. That's crazy. I'm I'm going to this month. Oh, this is exclusive for Melanated Night. Exclusive. New <laughs> shit, new shit, new shit. Um, I actually uh, did an interview with uh, real Puerto Ricans. Not real Puerto Ricans. I mean... <laughs> Puerto Ricans from the island. I'm not saying real Puerto Ricans like all other Puerto Ricans are fake. No. Um, Puerto Ricans from the island. I did an interview. It's going to come out Monday. Um, but basically, they pretty much, you know, talk about, you know, the things that, you know, I talk about and all that. And mm-hmm. it, should, it should give you a better insight on how the island 
runs when you move out there. And when you do move, let me know so I can send you, you know, like a like a marriage gift or whatever the case is. I'll send your ass a toaster or you know, blender and shit. You're like, here you go, here you go, you know? Yeah, thanks, man. Cause I shoot, I'm getting sick of the states. And then too, I want it, you know, it's always nice to get an experience of somewhere else. So I you know, I'm just kind of sick of the American spirit experience, even though I'm American. I just want to go somewhere else because my dream was to retire in Australia, even though I know some some stuff pop off in Australia. I'd rather be secluded in Australia than come back here sometimes. Damn, Australia, bro. Shit. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I'm doing boxing. So I'm like, oh, word. All right. Yeah. Shout out to you, bro. Shout out when, to you. When I get Great. that money, I'll get yeah. you. you know, I'm going to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. see you in the boxing ring with Puerto Rican yeah. American shorts on and all that. You I'm coming? Like, you gonna I'm come gonna, out to you gonna come out to Tito Puente music and all that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh shit! Shoot, they wanted me to come out to Aguanile, but uh, <laughs> Ruiz, Andy Ruiz messed that up for me. <laughs> Word, <laughs> Yo, like, right? I'm I'm telling you, I already know when when you uh when you and, and Shorty got together, the first thing you heard when you kissed her was a suavemente. <laughs> And you're like, where the fuck that music came from? No, let me stop. Let me stop. Let me Dude, stop. That's all I listen to now is reggaeton. Like, my the whole house is reggaeton. This, where I used to have R&B and uh, neo soul and jazz. Now it's, uh, you know. Yeah, it's, I'm like, oh, okay. It's a good way to to blend, blend, the, blend the two. You know what I mean? Let her yeah. learn about your culture. You learn about her culture. You know what I'm mean? saying? It, should be, a, yeah, it should be a balance, you know? And I think that's where the, this last one, like this one of these questions with the Latin unity and the African-American community, because I think I've brought it up on Christina's video, Xtina, for those of you who don't know who Christina, um, about if like my kid, for example, is born on the island, raised in the culture, but she also has another part, you know, a different culture also. Like, is she considered part of the culture, you know, of Latin? Is she a Latino or a Hispanic? And what a coincidence. Rick and Delphia told me no. In that it was like a few months ago, way before all this stuff happened. And he told me no. And then another guy responded. He was like, well, she's not Latino because she's, you're her dad. But I was like, but we can accept the girl Madison, who's half Puerto Rican and half white, and she never been to the island, never embraced her, never you know embraced the culture till she had to do the pageant, and you can accept her. She's not from the island, doesn't had to learn how to speak Spanish before she even went there to uh, compete. But my daughter, who's born raised on it, is not accepted because she's black. Her dad is black. So it's like, how do we, how do we mm. mend those relations? At least, I mean, you gotta, you gotta remember something. You gotta remember something. These are, uh, fuck boy opinions. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. These are just opinions. These people do not rule. 
what she is, uh, she or 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 he, you know, I don't know what if y'all have a kid or don't have a kid. Nah, you know, not yet. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. She, she or he um is going to identify as or whatever the case is. They, they don't rule that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, at, in the end of the day, she's gonna be considered non-white. Let's get the fuck up out of here with that shit, right? In the end of the day, she's gonna be considered non-white. Culturally, she's gonna have two cultures. She's gonna be. Afro Latina. That's all it is. It's yeah. a lot of Afro Latin people who are Latin, but they're more African, you know, and they got to embrace both cultures. Now that you're a black American, that that doesn't stem away from it. She just has to, okay, I'm an Afro Latina. You know what I'm saying? She's yeah. a Latin person that is born in Puerto Rico, knows the culture, and also needs to learn the black American culture that you come from and you just like, listen, we're fighters, we're strong people where we've always been fighting systematic oppression and all that. At the end of the day, regardless of what Rican, that little fuckface widow says, regardless of what the other person says, she is still going to be considered non-white. We do a lot of infighting. That's the problem in our community, in the Latin and black community. We have a lot of infighting. There's a lot of infighting that happens between our community that, basically hinders our progress. It hinders the way we view things and it hinders the way our connection and um and unity is really going to happen because Puerto Ricans beef with each other about stupid shit. You know what I'm saying? But then they'll unite to hate on Dominicans. You know what I'm saying? And then Dominicans beef on each other on stupid shit. But they'll unite to hate on Haitians. You know what I'm saying? Then Cubans all unite to hate on Dominicans and the and Puerto Ricans. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, so you know what I'm saying? We unite on some dumb shit. Once we actually stop it, curb it, and think about it. Okay, hold on. Let me see if what I'm doing is constructive. That's when you start actually realizing. Okay. Maybe I was bugging, you know. Maybe I shouldn't be doing all of it. You know what I'm saying? At yeah. the end of the day, they're they're all all opinions, you know. But what I like, like you said, I do promote Latin unity, which I just explained that we should unite. You know, Puerto Ricans, Cubans, Dominicans. I'm talking about Americans, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, unite in one common cause. You know that we're all Latin. You know what I'm saying? We all were victims of white supremacy and black empowerment. What do I mean by that? Meaning that we have to identify and get away from that European mentality, identify with our African roots and our native roots, because let's be honest, native and Africans, there's nothing different. Yeah. And unite and unite with black folks, regardless of where from the diaspora you are, of black Americans or non-black Americans, you know, you mean black Caribbeans, you know, African, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Unite with black people to dismantle the system of white supremacy. I think and more numbers come with power, you know, and come better results, which I always say right now, the conversation of reparations is something that is being talked to for the first time ever that I've been seeing first time ever politically. You know what I'm saying? So I'm saying that Latin people, we need to go out and boost up black folks' numbers so they could get reparations. And guess what? It will happen vice versa. You know what I'm saying? Because Latin people here in the United States, we owe black folks a lot. 
You know what I'm saying? So we got to at least help them out in certain things. And guess what? Because once we help black folks out in certain things, that help is going to come back when we need something. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. all that all that division is all, you know, bullshit. And it's, it's basically strengthening white supremacy again. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that reparations was perfect to lead into one of the questions mm. about uh, ADOS because I identify as ADOS. Mm. But I think where a lot of people get that confused is we have a lot of ADOS people out here that are being xenophobic. Now yeah. I I get I, I, I got attacked by some of them. So yeah. Yeah, and I tell them like y'all chill out because yeah, like one it doesn't help the image because that I think ADOS is a good thing. I think it's a good image. Yeah. But when you're attacking allies and then we get to the point where now we're at, we're literally at war with Africans and Jamaicans and everything else. It's like, ah, like now yeah. are I, we really talking about reparations? Are we just yeah. going at war? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to, I want to give my thoughts on ADOS. Um, I know ADOS is a movement, but is a movement representative of a lineage. Mm -hmm. So that's something that we all have to, be clear, even though Yvette and Tone made up the term ADOS, I understand that, but that term, they are the leaders of, but they're the leaders of a representation of a lineage. You know, yeah. that's something that you can't get away from. The only issue I have with, well, I got two issues with ADOS. I'm going to just be real. Um, it goes away from the talk of reparations to some immigrant you know, bashing shit because let's yeah. be honest. Last time I checked, immigrants isn't going to stop you from getting reparations. Yeah. Last time I checked, I've never seen no immigrant talk about, you know, let's stop reparations from happening. I've never seen that. So I don't know where this whole bashing thing comes from. That's the only issue I got with that. And the other issue that I got with it is just the word. American descendants of slavery. I understand that black Americans were slaves, but let's not make that a label. I feel like it's still it's still demeaning. You know what I'm saying? In a way, it kind of still demeaning. So that's when Tariq Nasheed made the term foundation. Was it fund, um, foundation? Yeah, foundational black Americans. Foundational black Americans. I like that. Um, or was it Henry Henry Clark? I think it was a Henry Clark or Claude Anderson. Somebody said native black American. I like that. You know, that's a little bit much better for the mind, for the psyche. That's yeah. a lot better than a descendant of captivity, of a descendant of victimization, of a descendant of imprisonment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, I, I like those. I like FBA or NBA. You know, I like yeah. those better than. ADOS, you know what I'm saying? I never that, really thought about it like that, so that's like actually yeah, yeah. Because I, I've, I've talking to some, I talking. What, what the hell? I spoke. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my language. I, 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 I spoke today. No, I, I, I spoke <laughs> with um couple of ADOS people, and I, uh, you know, to to some conversations, and I got a better understanding of it. You know, I brought up that argument where that's what I kind of don't like because psychologically it, it it fucks people up. You know what I'm saying? And they understood where I was coming from. 
And some of them was like, you're right. So they kind of choose to interchangeably use FBA and then ADOS. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like interchangeably choose it. But that's that's kind of a, a of a thing that I got to issue. Just the, the 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 name of it and the actions towards immigrants. Like immigration, immigrants aren't, aren't stopping, you know, reparations. You know what I'm saying? And, the, and, and another thing I want to add to this. Um, the, if you go down to the ADOS website, um, they do a lot of good um, math with graphs and, you know, charts and all that. And what they really need is, I think, I think, was it, they said $1 trillion for mm -hmm. descendants of slave, right? So there's something I've noticed. Um, politicians like Bernie Sanders talking about, um, okay, uh, so so you guys want reparations. W what does that look like? Um, <laughs> money, you dumb fuck. What are you talking about? You know, they'll... They'll start they'll start lollygagging. Well, maybe I don't know. Kamala yeah. Harris is, is another one. I'm not gonna do everything for black folks. No, yeah. you know, you got, Bernie, it's, you it's got, the Bernie, uh, got yeah, you got Bernie Sanders talking about oh, not Bernie Sanders, uh, um Joe Biden talking about, well, you know, that's good. Reparations is good, but let's think about all Americans. But yet when the corona stimulus package was talked about they handled that shit within a week they found yeah. out how to get the money where to get the money who's gonna get it how they're gonna get it they figured that shit out in a weekend in a weekend they literally went to their golf courses played a few rounds drink some champagne and said okay the deal is done you know what i'm saying they handled that shit in a weekend but when it comes to black people ah where's the money gonna come from who are we going to owe the money to? Who is going to get it? We just can't figure the shit out. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it, it's you You can see the double standard. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was like when people start bringing up, well, who is it going to go to? I'm like, well, you guys can't. I said, y'all pocket watching now. Like, whoever spends their money on dumb shit, that's them. Yeah. And, and, we and can't the, be pocket watching people. Exactly. And the thing is that I heard this other argument. Well, what about... um? A rich descendants of slaves, they're going to get more money. Yeah, who gives? A, yeah. Give them a check. Yes, who cares? Give them a check. You know what I'm saying? Like get get yeah. out of here with that. That in itself, to me, is a is a dumb thing to say. There's still a descendant. I'm like, just because I made myself, you know, brought myself up from the bottom and made something of myself, does not mean I I don't deserve, you know, getting what my uh ancestors were you know oh yeah 40 acres and a mule but people always want to come up with an excuse oh it's yeah. divisive and kamala that's one of the exact reasons why i didn't vote for it because one the black panther thing really pissed me off with the what, whole what, you, thing. what did she say about the black panther <laughs> no nah, uh if you look up a video i forgot it was one of her campaign videos and she was just doing, you know, they crossed their arms in the Wakanda for everything. And I'm like, uh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. She she was paying. I remember that. I yeah. remember that. Also, her track records is kind of anti-black anyway. Yeah. You know, and I live saying? in California, so and I'm in Inglewood, so I. <laughs> yeah, listen, I, I, I was on I was on YouTube. Something they were having an interview with Kamala Harris, and on the comment section, I, all I said was. Kamala the cop back at it again. 
You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I was getting a bunch of, what you mean? What you mean she a cop? And I'm like, you know exactly what I mean, white man. You know exactly <laughs> what I mean. Fuck out of here. Well, too, shoot. It's hard to get people out of that. Like, you can't tell my grandma that Kamala wasn't a good candidate. You can't tell her anything. But I'm like, I don't, I don't like all that pandering. Yeah, and I'm like, at the end of the day, if you're not gonna do something, if people ask, like, I need these politicians to be honest. When you, when someone asks you about reparation, just say you don't want to do it. Don't be yeah. like, well, what does that look like? What do, like you said, money. You got, you got, you got to understand. Um, you got to understand something. Uh, politicians they run by the benign neglect policy, basically. Um, if we use code word like minority. That means that oh, black people are gonna feel included in that. When in reality, if you really look down on the word minority historically, that doesn't equate to black. That equates to white women, gay white men are considered mm-hmm. minorities. So everybody else is gonna get a piece of the pie, and black folks they get crumbs. You know, let's keep it real. The thing is. They never say the word black. Black people are going to get this. They never say that. They talk about minority this, minority that, you know, and all that other crazy shit. So when a politician is going to come out, like at least, you know, harp down to the whole, what are black people getting? And then you get a real answer like Kamala Harris. I'm not going to do everything for black folks. No! You know? So that's when you really get it. Yeah. So, I mean... All that stuff is just, I don't, it's disappointing, but I don't, you know, it's not a surprise. Everything's just always going to be disappointing. Unless things get right, you always going to be disappointed. But uh, I want to talk about another subject really quick because I'm going to, you know, we, I'm going to give you like 10 minutes, 10 more minutes because yeah. I know you got things to do. Or... No, we, could, we, we, we could keep on rocking and rolling. That's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> We virtually got things to do because I'm stuck in the house. But uh, I remember the light skin motivation uh, debate that you had. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, I, it was a comment that Panarika made that made me laugh. <laughs> she was like, I commend you for being an adult, <laughs> but I just don't agree with these idiots. But I'm like, well, that had me thinking when she said that, like, because she said she was biracial. Like, do you personally feel like after talking to them and, you know, if you've listened or read multiple things about, do you feel like there's a fetish in the African-American community? community ah, sorry. For light-skinned and biracials? Because I separate light-skinned Black people from biracials because it's not necessarily the same thing. Yeah, um, well, it's kind of unfair to talk about, you know, the black community if, you know, I'm quote unquote, apparently I'm not a part of it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Um, even though I classify myself as an Afro-Latino, you know, I classify myself as black, black doesn't necessarily mean the, uh, the black community. You know what I'm saying? Because there's black folks yeah. everywhere, you know? So it's going to be kind of unfair. What I will say is things that I've noticed. I'll I'll I'll, I'll say that. I'll say okay. things that I've noticed. So what I've noticed is that light-skinned black folks and biracial black folks do get more 
of a fair sh- uh, share in the black community. They, you know, they get fetishized a little bit more. That's something I've did. I have seen, you know, I have seen some uh, light skinned black people, uh, you know, kind of propped up a little bit more. Um, you could have the darkest, you know, NBA player out here or NFL player, or whatever, and they'll have the lightest black person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, they get fetishized. So, yeah, I, I, I for what I've seen, I do, uh, I, I do see that. You know, um, I, it's gonna be a little unfair to me to say, well, I do think. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, that makes sense. you know, I, I've just noticed that. That's it. Ooh. Oh man, that <laughs> that killed my next question. You answered both. I think some of them I wrote, not realizing that they connect to each other. It's fine. But, it's fine. You could you could you could still answer them. You ask them or whatever. You know, it's fine. Yeah, but uh, on that, like, since you know, I'm black, blackity black, whatever they say. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I never. For that conversation, it's just I stay out of like colorism conversation. Yeah. Because for one, it's not that I don't believe it, is that I just think there's two sides throwing rock, they're throwing rocks at glass houses because they're doing the same thing. I'm hearing yeah. dark skin. Yeah. I, I wanna I wanna I wanna make it clear. Um mm-hmm. the the I didn't have a debate with Adon and Life Scale Motivation. I didn't have a debate with them. Okay. We 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 basically had a discussion. That's what okay. it was. Even though um I did receive a video of Adon kind of putting a little bit of uh, he, he was putting some extras on that conversation talking about I was scared and I looked at their video and I decided to run. Like, dude, chill out. You know, that none of that happened. Calm down. Yeah. But yeah, you know, with, with that being said, I'm not. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna entertain that. That's that's dumb shit. That's female shit. You know, I don't entertain that. But yeah, um, the the thing with that conversation is that, um, we I, I you people gotta understand is that you know my initial beef was never about their anti blackness because to be completely honest, I didn't know. I didn't know even till that day, nothing that they had to to do with. You know, I didn't know nothing about them. I didn't know nothing about their content. The yeah. only thing I knew was there's some light skinned people and that's it. You know what I'm saying? I I didn't know anything about them. What I was gonna do is do some research before I interviewed them. I was still gonna do the interview, you know. Mm-hmm. The, the initial beef was that Moon, you know, bogarted her little bullshit into um one of my videos, and it seemed like they already had an off-camera discussion about me not wanting to interview them because it was taking so long. Yeah. And I was like, how insecure are you to think like that? You know what I mean? Yeah. How insecure are you? What makes you think that I don't want to do an interview without letting you know, hey, I don't want to do an interview. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. I don't run I don't run and do this little you know little female shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't do that. So yeah. That kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And I wasn't going to even plan on talking about it until Kim came out on some dumbass shit making a video about, well, me and Rad talked about it. And if I go on your show, and I'm like, yo, me and you never talked about this shit. What are you talking about, bro? 
why are you putting my name into this shit? And then they made a response to that, including my name into it. And that whole video that they even put out, literally 90% of it was about me. Yeah, that's true. I saw it. Yeah, 10% of it was about the um, you know, camming all that. And the thing that I, I kind of get pissed off about is that why are people associating me and Kim? Why? Why yeah, the fuck are people associating me? There's I've been I've been state telling people that I am so different from him. I don't agree with everything he says. You know, I I am th- we are two different people, you know what I'm saying? And and people just like throwing it out there, like, oh well, you know, he's a racist, so that means you're already no get out of here. We we are two different people, like don't even play around like that, you know. Um, but that that's what the uh, initial issue was. And the thing is, when I got to hear what they had to say, mind you, I really don't know nothing about I got to know them just a small amount of what they said because mm-hmm. I found out that they're anti-black. I still believe they're anti-black, you know what I mean. Yeah. Even even though we squashed mm-hmm. our differences, I have to be real. They are anti-black because they associate a lot of negativity with dark-skinned people, especially dark-skinned women. They associate a lot of negativity to that. So with that being said, we just squashed our, our, our little issue that was a misunderstanding. But that does not mean that I don't believe that they're not anti-black. They're anti-black. Even in that video... That I put out on the discussion that me and them had, I said it right in the beginning. I still believe they're anti-black. Yeah. Let's get away from that. They are anti-black, you know, because some of the shit that they be saying, you know, and it's and the thing is, they say dark-skinned people talk about light-skinned people, and they call us our, our names. Okay, y'all do the same thing too, though. Yeah. So what makes y'all any different? You know what I'm saying? So it's. It's just basically two sides beefing about who's who, who's more stupid and who's more worse, which is dumb. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, because I I you know I like I said it's like throwing rocks to glass houses. You guys both, yeah, you know. Oh, she's getting picked because she's black, and I'm not getting picked because you know something else. And it after a while, it just gets. I'm like, you guys are doing the same thing, and then they try to tell me it's not the same thing. Is ridiculous. Uh, hold up, real quick, radical. Yeah, go ahead, take your time, bro. Oh, never mind, <laughs> never mind. But uh, yeah, like it's just ridiculous. And I want to let anybody know who's watching this: we're not starting beasts. I don't want to hear nobody come in the comment section. I don't have subscribers right now, but I know it'll build up. You know, things build slowly. But I don't want people always, you know, trolling and try to bring stuff. Oh, he said this or they were doing this. No, we're just explaining what happened. I don't really yeah. care about no, facts, these facts. other YouTubers like that. So, like, if you're not, if you're going to come on and comment, come on and talk about the, the topic. Don't yeah. Come on and talk about how somebody's dissing because we're not because we're talking about it in the open. So we can say it to them if we wanted to. But uh, shoot. Uh, I got a few questions. It's gonna go be, ahead. Go gonna ahead. Be light. Uh, but coming on to YouTube, how long have you been on YouTube? By the way, uh, it's about to be two years. Um, my I got I gotta make I'll make this clear. I'm not a YouTuber. 
All right. It's not, you know, how some rapper says, I'm not a rapper, even though you're yeah. rapping, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm not, I'm not trying to be like that. I'm not a YouTuber. I'm a podcaster. Okay. Mm-hmm. I started this as podcasting. I only use YouTube as a marketing strategy. That's all I did. Um, and I kind of use YouTube as something different as well. Like, um, putting out individual videos that aren't on my podcast just so people from my podcast could go to my YouTube channel and see more of me. That's all. You know, that's it. That's all. That's all I did. But um, I don't consider myself a YouTuber. I consider myself a podcast because that's where I started. You know, so I started um, I started May of 2018. Oh, shoot. Almost. Yeah, it's about to be two years, dude. It's about to be two years. So I started May 2018. And um, yeah. Man, well, that's good, radical. But coming on to YouTube, well, since you're not a YouTuber, but would you say the transition have been pretty smooth, or like you've had some issues, like particularly like the whole the site itself and people comments and stuff like that? Um, on YouTube, I did see that I got more of a buzz than I did on my podcast. On my podcast, um, I was gaining maybe three or five subscribers, maybe every every other two weeks. You know what I mean? So people were listening. You know, on my YouTube, it seems like people listen a lot more based on the the title of the topic, and people are more vocal on YouTube than. They are for the podcast, even though on my podcast, you could write comments. People don't do that. They'll write comments a lot faster on my YouTube, you know, and I have seen that some of my um, YouTube videos have been striked for various reasons or whatever. I've been shadow banned a few times oh, wow. on, on YouTube for, um, by going live. It's like, you know, when you are when you go in live. And people are subscribed to you. Mm-hmm. When you go to your subscription page, the live is auto- automatically on top. They wouldn't. Yeah. They wouldn't do that for me. They'll have it like not even show up. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that happened. That happened a few times. Uh, you could probably even hear it in the audio. You know, saying I'm like, yo, what the hell is going on? I found out I was I was being shadow banned, but they stopped it. But they went back to it and they stopped it again. I don't know why, but you know, it happens. Yeah, I so, hear that a lot. <laughs> yeah, so so they they they're doing sneaky shit, you know what I mean? But um so far so far um it's it's been uh, it's been good. You know, so far it's been good, you know. Um I uh I I've I've met a lot of wonderful um constructive people doing the YouTube. I also met a lot of toxic people doing YouTube, so you know, it's it's a good thing. All right, shoot. So we're coming up on the end because you know I gotta I supposedly go out in like ten minutes. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. But uh, do you have anything coming up that we should look forward to? Um, I got I got actually this whole week I'm just gonna be putting out interviews that I've recorded a couple of weeks ago. It's about to be almost a month, and people will be like, "Yo, I did an interview with you two months ago. Where's my, where's the my episode? You know what I mean?" So, uh, 
I'm I'm a, I'm gonna put that I'm I'm this whole week I'm putting those out. You know what I mean? So people, you know, while y'all in quarantine, y'all getting some content. You know, um, this Wednesday, which is tomorrow, uh, there's gonna be an interview with Roll the Tape. Um, Friday, there's gonna be another interview with uh with somebody that's gonna be a little controversial. I don't want to put it out there too much, but it's gonna be a little controversial. This Monday is gonna be another interview with Puerto Ricans from the island. I think that's going to be a little controversial as well. And basically, so on and so forth. So this whole week, a week and a half, I'm just going to be putting out a lot of um, a lot of uh, interviews. I am talking with certain people that I want on my platform to come so I could interview them. And they're kind of... I, I, I'm having talks with them because they're kind of big names. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that I've been trying to do, to be completely honest, I've been trying to see if I could get a former, a former white supremacist or a former KKK member, whatever. There's the same thing, a former white supremacist to come on and you know, for me to interview them. But it's been kind of difficult to do so because the two times that I've tried, they've listened to my podcast and they, they denied coming, which is kind of interesting to me you know what i mean which tells me that okay you're not no former anything you know what i mean yeah so so that's basically what you what you guys should be looking forward to shoot radical well shoot can you tell them where to find you yeah um i got a youtube channel the radical latino or just radical latino just type that in and you'll definitely you'll see my 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 emoji and you'll definitely find me also um on instagram and twitter at the same name radical underscore latino underscore and you i you got you guys can follow me there you know i'll be uh uploading certain things that you know either i want to talk about or certain sneak peeks of certain things, you know what I'm saying? But um, that's basically where you guys can find me at. All right. Well, Radical, I know, you know, this is the first one, and I, I'm honored to have you on because I really wanted someone, you know, serious to be on here instead of someone playing around. Yeah. And I was like, Radical's the dude. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad to be on. Um, even though this is gonna, this is your first, you know, you're gonna have many more. You know, shout out to you, and you know the the progression of your growth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Just just keep it just keep it doing just keep it going. You know. Um, make sure you keep on putting out more content, and you know, slowly but surely, you you'll get there. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. two years ago. You know, about to be two years, but two years ago, I I didn't think I was gonna get to this point. You know, I was gonna quit halfway, bro. So I'm like, yeah, you know, this is a cool social little experiment. But I saw all the the comments and the love that I was getting talking about, wow, I can't believe a Latin person is talking like that. Yo, I, I respect you, this and this and this. So that kind of gave me the motivation to keep on going. You know what I'm saying? So just keep it going, bro. Shoot, maybe down the Maybe down the road we could redo it. Listen, <laughs> any anytime, bro. Anytime. I'm always open, bro. All right. So this is Melanated Night, and I've been on with Radical Latino, and I yeah. will see you guys next podcast. All right. Peace. Peace. Peace, guys. Okay. Now that was the interview that um I had with Melanated Night. He interviewed me. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys learned a little bit about myself or whatever the case is. 
um all links down below by the way if you guys listening to this on youtube and the music is different i'm playing with something right now because uh the the other uh music that i had uh youtube kept on rejecting it so um i just gotta find a new theme song for youtube you know what i'm saying it is what it is but anyway i hope you guys enjoyed it i hope you guys um liked the interview um shout out to melanated knight he was actually a really good interviewer shout out to him and yeah so with that being said um remember follow me on instagram and twitter at the same name uh also if you want to donate to me link down below and all that other great stuff trust me 2021 is going to be amazing and i hope you guys enjoy everything <laughs> okay with that being said, I'm going to leave out like I always leave out. I'd rather die on my feet than live on my knees, all right?